When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It looked just like a person, but a person running on all fours. It was hiding in the tall grass. It was coming right towards me. So I pulled out my keys and put them in my fist, with one of the keys sticking out like a knife. As the creature ran towards me, I tried to time my swing just right. I'm Tom Stewart, and this is my paranormal story. Before I start this episode, I want to thank you for listening. And if you really like my stories and would like to show your support, you can buy me a coffee. Just go to the website, buymeacoffee.com slash myparanormal, and you can literally buy me a coffee. And hopefully, the caffeine will help me with making more episodes real soon. Thanks again for your support. demons. They say that if you study the paranormal field long enough, eventually you're going to find yourself facing a demon. Now I've heard and seen my fair share of strange and possibly evil entities, but none that I would consider a demon. I'm not even sure I believe in demons. To be honest, I feel like there are too many paranormal investigators today who jump to the conclusion of demon way too quickly. There are even some investigators who go as far as to call themselves demonologists. Which worries me because, in many cases, there may be a lot more going on than just the paranormal. It could very likely be a case of medical or psychological issues. And jumping to the conclusion of demon without considering that is dangerous. It might seem like more of a thrill to call things demons when you don't understand them but it's probably just a result of mainstream media. Just about every other horror movie these days has a demon in it, and a demonologist or a priest who's an expert at dealing with them. And it's not just in the movies. There's a long history of demons existing that goes back thousands of years, and it's believed by many different cultures and religions. Christians, Muslims, even Buddhists believe in some form or another of demons. Voodoo, Santeria, cults, of course Satanism, they all prescribe to the belief of demons. Now when I think of demons, I think of angry horned beasts from hell 
who have come up to our dimension to terrorize us or convince us to sin. But there's actually many different interpretations of what a demon is. For some, it's a fallen angel. For others, it's an evil creature or a familiar or an elemental. Some people believe evil spirits and ghosts can be demons. I guess we just really don't know. And if I ever really did face a demon, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm not a religious person, and I wouldn't know any prayers or symbols to use to protect myself from the demon. To be honest, I know more about what to do if I was to face a vampire than I do a demon. But that's not to say that I've never investigated demonic cases before. I've been on a few, and always with an open mind. But I've never encountered anything that at the time felt like anything more than a grumpy spirit or a complete misunderstanding. The closest I believe I've ever come to facing a demon was the night after a residential investigation that we did for a family. And this family felt like they had a demon in their home. Now our investigation didn't turn up any signs of a demonic presence, but something did happen to me. I found myself at a restaurant standing next to a bar talking to a couple of friends when suddenly my cousin walked in. I hadn't seen my cousin Carrie in a long time. When we were kids we would see each other on holidays and at times during the summer when our grandmother would watch us during vacation. But we went to different schools and lived on opposite sides of the city so we were never really close. And even as adults we never really stayed in touch aside from bumping into each other once in a while at bars or concerts, and, and of course now and then on Facebook. And thanks to Facebook, she's always known that for many years I've been studying the paranormal and that I spent several years as an active investigator. So when she spotted me at the restaurant, she came over to tell me about something strange going on in her home. She was living in a third floor apartment with her son in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. She explained to me that they both had been experiencing really odd things in their home. Things like doors opening and closing, objects going missing, mysterious voices, and occasionally strange growls. Both her and her son would sometimes wake up to find scratches on their arms and their back. She was 100% sure that it was a demon terrorizing them. She told me it was bothering her so bad that she just wanted to jump in the car and drive far away and never come back. So of course I offered to take a look for her. I pulled into the driveway and parked my car outside the garage in the backyard. It was dark and I couldn't see too much in the yard, but I was able to make my way down the driveway to the side door of the house. The door was open and I entered into a dark hallway. It was an old house, and the stairs were loud and creaky as I headed up to Carrie's apartment. There's no way anyone could sneak into this house with the noise these stairs were making. As I continued up, I got to the stairs leading to the third floor, and the hallway started to get darker. I couldn't find any light switches anywhere, and was pretty much just using the light from my cell phone to see where I was going. 
the stairs were cluttered with junk, boxes and bags and toys and all kinds of stuff, making it that much harder to walk up the stairs. But when I finally got to the top, there was a small window in the hallway with a thin curtain that provided a little bit more light. And I could hear noises coming from inside the apartment. I reached in my pocket to take out the keys, but noticed that the door was already open a small crack. So I slowly pushed it open and called inside. Hello? Is anyone here? But no one answered. I stepped through the doorway into the kitchen, and it was cluttered too. Stuff everywhere. Dirty dishes and trash and boxes and clothes. It was like an episode of Hoarders in there. And from there I could see into the living room, and it was a mess as well. There was a couch covered in clothes and blankets, a coffee table with books and newspapers and magazines and dishes, all sorts of junk on it. And in the middle of the room was a playpen with just a blanket in it. The TV was on, which was the only light source at the moment, but there was no one there watching it. I slowly walked around again, calling out to see if anybody was home, but still no answer. From what I could see, the apartment was empty, but in complete chaos. It was just unclean, messy, stuff was everywhere. I was starting to think this demon might just be her imagination running wild, or even worse, a psychological issue. But then I heard a door slam in the kitchen. It was the bathroom door. So I went over to it and called out, Hello, is someone in here? But there was no response. I knocked and tried the handle, but it was locked. Suddenly behind me, one of the cabinets slammed shut in the kitchen. I turned around quickly, but there was no one there. That's when I started getting the feeling that I wasn't alone in this apartment. As I started to make my way back to the door to leave, the volume on the television suddenly turned all the way up. It was so loud, it was, it was almost hurting my ears. And then another door slammed from somewhere else in the apartment. So I decided to just quickly get out of there. But as I tried to open the door back out into the hallway, it wouldn't open. The knob was turning and the lock was unlocked, but it was as if somebody was holding it from the other side. I was getting more and more anxious with the loud TV and the noises behind me. I pulled on the door as hard as I could and finally it popped open, almost sending me flying across the room. I quickly and carefully made my way down both flights of stairs and then back out into the dark backyard. But I must have gone the wrong way because I found myself walking through some really tall grass. It was like waist high. It hadn't been cut in years. But I pushed through the grass looking for the garage where I parked my car. And suddenly, I could see something moving in the grass. It was about 25-30 feet away. I couldn't really see it though. I could just see the impression of something standing there in the grass. An animal, perhaps, but I couldn't tell.
and suddenly it came running towards me. And I quickly moved out of the way as whatever it was ran right by me. But it was all a blur. And in the dark, in the grass, I couldn't really tell what it was. It almost looked like a person, but it was running on all fours like an animal. I turned around to see where it went, and I could see the impression of where it was standing in the grass at the edge of the yard. Then suddenly it said something to me. It spoke, but not in a language I understood. It sounded like Latin or something ancient, and it was definitely angry. I reached into my pocket and took out the keys and made a fist with one of the keys sticking out between my fingers like a knife. And just as I was ready to start walking towards my car again, the creature came running at me. The grass was being pressed down along its path right towards me. There was no sidestepping it this time. So I tried to time my swing just right to punch it with the key. And that's when I woke up at home in my own bed. It had all been an elaborate dream, but something still wasn't right. I opened my eyes and everything in my room looked different. My alarm clock, which is usually the only thing I can see in the dark, was on the right side of the room, but it's supposed to be on my left. When I tried to get up, I almost fell off the bed. It was as if I didn't know where I was. And that's when I realized that I had completely turned myself sideways in my bed while sleeping. My heart was pounding. I never have nightmares like that, ever. It felt like it had been so real. So I decided to get up and go to the kitchen to get a drink. And I ended up stepping on something sharp on my bedroom floor. I turned on the light to look down to see what it was. And it was my keys the keys that I always keep hanging on the hook near my front door. To this day, I can't explain that dream or what happened. Was this a demon's way of letting me know they're real? Or was it just my mind being overactive after an investigation? My Paranormal Story is written, produced, and narrated by me. Tom Stewart. Music from this episode, courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. If you enjoy my stories and would like to support the podcast, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash myparanormal, or just click on the donate button on my website at myparanormalstory.com. I also have t-shirts and coffee mugs for sale. Unfortunately, podcasts cost money and your support helps me keep this podcast running. So thank you for your support. Please don't forget to subscribe so you'll know when I've added new episodes. And feel free to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for My Paranormal Story. If you have a podcast and you'd like to have me as a guest, or if you'd like to ask me a question or tell me your paranormal story, you can email me at myparanormalstorypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Stewart, and this is my paranormal story.